Good day, buffet. Sorry to keep you waiting. Your table is ready for how you can eat. A weekly comeback of K-pop commentary. My name is Chuck, and I am one of the co-leaders of this show. Each week, we take a brand new release and let you know what we think about it. But before we get to that, I've got to introduce you to the other leaders of the group. You can say he's the man say also located with me in the lilia by area clap it up for alan mark oh lord uh i was not expecting that but thank you chuck (laughs) you're very welcome and oh my rounding out the big three is the one that hails from NYC. I adore this guy for always being very nice. We have Steven in the house. Oh, hello. Hello, guys. Hey, hey, buddy. How are you? <laughs> oh, I love it. I love the wordplay. I'm going to try to do this with every single album slash group we we cover um for now i've I've done it for twice and for 17 so basically if we stay in the group i'll i'll go the extra mile and <laughs> come up with fun wordplay well uh thank you guys so much for listening continuing to listen we don't know if you if this is your very first episode or you've been listening to us since the trailer but we really appreciate it um it's really fun to do this especially uh, amidst everything that's going on right now, but let's let's carry on with the show. We've added a couple more segments just so we can get some of the other guys in on the action. So I'm gonna throw it to Steven, who's gonna tell you the specials on the menu. All right, yeah. Uh, so I'm just gonna go over some of the releases that came out this week. Uh, it's, it's a busy month, uh, and there there have been a lot of a lot of music that's come out. Um, so let's see, uh, first on a couple of days ago, we had the new G friend album called Walpurgis <laughs> Night. Uh, and what, uh, what is a Walpurgis? I it up. It's like, it's like a, it's like a holiday or festival in some European oh, okay, countries. Okay, okay. Um, okay. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I thought it was like an animal or a creature or something, I but it makes sense. I didn't really look into it, but. Uh, it's like the th- this is like their third entry in this series of albums. I have that square character at the beginning mm-hmm. of the album title. Um, did any of you have a lot chance to listen to this? Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay, and, I did. Yes. And uh, I am excited for yeah. the inevitable episode we'll record for it. Yeah, uh, there are some there are some good tracks on there. Um, but another album that came out the same day was. Tamien's Never Gonna Dance Again Act 2, along Ooh. with the uh, um, music video for Idea. So, I don't know, we might we might end up talking about that too. Ooh. He uh, looks so good in that music video. I, oh man. His hair, always <clears throat> on point. Tim and solo stuff is some of my favorite things, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, so we had a few uh, mini-albums come out. Um, Shia from... TVXQ or Don Bang Shinki had his mini album called Pitta Pat. I haven't had a chance to look at that one. What a, um, what a great name. I love it. <laughs> and then uh, another 
a mini album was from this group called El Last. It's called Awake. Uh, it's this boy band I hadn't heard of, but just trying to maybe let you guys know some things that maybe are under the radar for you. Nice. Yeah, it's um, worth checking out. I, I know we <laughs> have mainly targeted the the main groups, but there's a ton of K-pop art uh, out there, so definitely it'd be fun to cover some of these lesser-known songs slash groups in like a roundup yeah type special all right as you as you uh, may have seen by clicking on this podcast you uh you already know the group and album we are going to be talking about it is 17's semicolon album i like to pronounce the the actual title so it's just semicolon it's just the punctuation semicolon uh, you know because I like to say the brackets and everything. But before we talk about this mini EP, I think it'd be worth kind of doing a rundown on 17. Just for, I know if you're probably listening to this, you are already well-versed in this group. But just in case you're not, we do have a, oh crap, I forgot to look up the fandom name. Alamark, please tell me what 17 fandoms are known as ah the 17 fandom are they're known as carrots like you know uh like diamonds are certain oh carrots, right so. yes yes which is i should have remembered that since that's what they're trying to search for in the home run music video mm-hmm. anyway our resident carrot is in the house alan mark please tell us everything we need to know about 17 all right i'll keep it to the basic stuff but yeah so i'm really excited about this 17 is one of my favorite groups chuck alluded to it uh yeah one of my top uh three or so i would say we already went over one with luna this is the second one we're going over this early so that's pretty exciting um so yeah 17 is a 13 member boy group managed by uh, pletus entertainment um but with 13 members why are they called 17 uh, well, I think that they actually were uh, intended to debut as a 17-member group. Uh, they had other trainees, but uh, I think four of them ended up leaving the company f- during their training for, you know, whatever reasons. Uh, before, it's, that, um, it's that darn war again, and <laughs> the enlisting every time. <laughs> yeah, getting 11-year-olds to enlist, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, but um, so nowadays, uh, ever since they debuted, they now explain the name 17 as uh, it's 13 members plus three subunits plus one team overall, which equals 17. And it also happened to be their median age at the time that they debuted. So it kind of just fitted perfectly. Um, so, yeah, I mentioned uh, not only 13 members, but they have three subunits as well. So. 17 when they were uh when they debuted they were they had built in with three subunits each with their own specialization so there's the vocal team which consists of Jonghan, joshua Wuzi, dk uh also known as dokyum uh little fun fact my pa- the past two years my fantasy football team name has been dokyum metcalf so hello <laughs> And because he's always drafted DK Metcalf. So. Yes. <laughs> wow. I, I, I like to think he intentionally picks him in like round three or four just for that sole purpose. <laughs> so we'll see what happens next year. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, this year I definitely did that. Last year it was just by luck. 
And then uh, lastly, part of the vocal team is Seung Kwan. And then there's the hip hop team, which consists of S. Coops, who's also the uh, leader of entirety of Seventeen, as well as the subunit leader, uh, Wanu, Mingyu, and Vernon. And uh, there, lastly, is the performance team, which consists of June, Hoshi, who is that subunit's leader, uh, V8, and Dino. Oh, I forgot to mention for the vocal team, Muzi is the uh, leader for that subunit. I'm raising my hand because I have a question. Yes, Chuck. What does performance mean? Uh, so, um, yeah, performance it means that they focus more on uh, dancing, choreography, stuff like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. As, oh, okay, then hip-hop means rapping. Rapping, yes. Got it. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, Thank you. Thank yeah. you for that clarification. You're welcome. I realize I'm probably going to explain all that right now in this next paragraph. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like that uh, annoying uh, person in front who's like already like giving the whole lesson plan out <laughs> in mm-hmm. question form. Okay. <laughs> You're Teacher, just, exci- You're just so excited. I, I respect that. Uh, so the group is built like this with the three, three subunits. Uh, since they are promoted and are considered sort of the self-made or self-producing adult group, uh, with members being key parts of the creative process, such as song producing. Uh, if you notice any of the liner notes, Woozy, uh, the leader of the the vocal team, he co-produces a ma- vast majority of their songs, like almost all of them. Uh, and then lyric writing, which many members contribute to, uh, most notably as Coops and Vernon. And then choreography as well. They help out the dance teacher with a lot of the choreography. Um, mostly Hoshi and the eight help out with that. Um, and the last part may contribute why um, they're also considered as the kings of synchronization. So one thing you notice if you watch a lot of their dance practices, their synchronization is on point. And uh, that partly may be because, you know, they're being part of that process. They're really, I guess, maybe stricter on each other, but also um, maybe there's a built-in chemistry and knowing uh, the movements a lot better. So that's how they're known as those kings of synchronization. Yeah, and then a lot of that reason is actually part of why they're one of my favorite groups. Um, I think being a big part of the creative process helps them... um, Helps it with their performances. Um, I mean, sure, they also train for hella years and, um, you know, probably are able to train up on that performance aspect. But um, in my opinion, there's like sort of a real earnestness to when they perform music, uh, singing, dancing, rapping, all that, that um, I think may be tied to, you know, being part of that process from the beginning. So, yeah, that's, um, yeah, that's, and no matter what concept or style it is, then, um, they're able to do that and also they're a very chaotic group when all 13 of them are together they're uh, very chaotic so oh, they have a, perfect yeah th- they have a lot of video content like on their youtube uh, such as their web show going 17 and parts part switch music videos or performance videos that they do and those are a lot of really fun so i if you like um k-pop groups for their personalities as well this is one that's full of personalities um so, yeah, um, with those subunits as well, each of 17's albums and EPs usually feature a song uh, of each of the subunits. For example, their 2017 album Teenage had Lilili <laughs> Abai, which is a performance team song, Trauma, which is a hip-hop team song, and 
Pinwheel, which is the vocal team song. So yeah, that's it's just all part of how they, you know, create their music, uh, uh, promote their music, all that. Uh, I have to ask, who is your bias in Seventeen? Mine. Yes. Uh, with a group this big, uh, it's easy to have multiple biases. But I would say my number one bias is uh, Woozy, the little guy that helps write all the music. <laughs> Not only is he I like just can't. really good at that, he's also a really good dancer too. If you notice him in the performances, yeah, so. he's he's there's there's a reason. I mean, when you're the shortest, you have to be the best dancer because you're like formation wise are always you're always going to be right in the middle and center. So it makes sense, but yeah, I think Woozy or ooh, sorry, I I have again my pronunciation <laughs> board. Uji, um, he. He's the complete package. He can do everything. He he seems like the heart of the group, and he's just I I I can't agree with you more that that he is also my bias. Uh, I don't know. It's just I'm always every time I'm watching them perform, I'm I'm looking for him. I'm just focused, on laser pointed. I need that those um those uh YouTube videos where they follow the 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 specific performer I, I need that fan for camps. every performance that they the fan cams I need the fan cams for uh, Woozy constantly whenever <laughs> I watch Seventeen what about you Stephen uh, who's your who's your you bias know, I was probably it was probably gonna be Woozy for me too but I I was thinking if there was someone else I I, I know you can't you can't agree with this I, I, I know that's gonna I, be your shtick you you <laughs> have to be the the naysayer from the two of but, us uh, I think. I think my bias would be Escoops, the mm. the leader, the, leader. the hip hop unit. Yeah, and I guess, and you said he's a leader overall. He's the leader, yeah. the leader okay. of uh, the full thirteen group as well. Okay, yeah, I wrote this down as well. Him. I uh, I don't really have much of a history with Seventeen, like as as much as Alan Mark does. But I have caught songs that he's linked uh, to the two of us, Steven and I. And there's that there's one song that came out in 2017. When did uh, Teenage come out again? Yeah, 2017. So when Teenage came out and then they released Change Up, that's the video that Alan Mark sent me because he knew I would like that, <laughs> not only because of the 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 R&B vibes, but just visually overall, just the aesthetic and the colors and just the style. like And the woozy. And, and woozy, yeah. It's just, oh, man. That, ugh. Anyway, yeah. that, that for me solidified 17 as... I, I personally don't have any um, top rankings, but for sure that elevated them to i would say top 10 for me for sure just i listened to change up and the rest of teenage sorry teen comma age and <laughs> i yeah i i just remember 2017 that was that was on rotation every single day even <laughs> when i was working so yeah that's my history with 17 yeah. Do you have any uh, favorites, uh, Steven? Yeah, actually, Change Up is, I think, my favorite Seventeen song. And probably yeah. <laughs> coming into this, like, the only Seventeen song I really knew. Uh, yeah, uh, same I here. Know, like, I, didn't, I didn't really know much about them. I did know that they were known for 
being involved in the creative process and all the songwriting. So I always like appreciated that about them, but I never really got into them. Um, I had heard some of the other songs, but I don't know. Change up. I just love because the horns and it's just like a feel good song. Uh, the yeah. video is so cool. And is S Coops the one who does like the L L L? I think so. Yeah, that's that's S That was. I think that's why I'm picking him. Yeah, the fun part about that song too. I mentioned the unit songs in each album and mini album, but this one is specifically a different subunit where um, it's all the 17 leaders. So it's Woozy, Escapes, right. and Hoshi. So that was really cool. And they do a lot of um, other variations of subunits as well. Just having one or two songs here and there. And actually, we'll get into that with this album too. But um, like another example was on an ode. They had a song with. Joshua, Vernon, The Eight, and June as all the international um, oh. members. So, yeah, they find like fun ways to split up the group a bit, too. Mm-hmm. Is there a diagram for that? <laughs> like, <laughs> I would love that, like a Venn diagram, yeah. Uh, that would I'll, be incredible. I'll, I'll, okay. I'll pull up my uh, yeah, Microsoft do it. We, Vizio we need or to, something. We need to come out, because like, I've seen a lot of... Because uh, naturally, there's a lot of uh, fan sites and a lot of fan blogs and everything. But we need to come in with like all the the nerdy uh, analytical uh, ammo for K-pop. We need to just. Uh, I feel like we should like if we do have a website and we put content on it, it's going to be information that nobody asked for. So, <laughs> like you said, the Venn diagram of all the groups every single song each member has been a part of so forth and so forth um again like alan mark was alluding to we have a brand new ep entitled semicolon released october 19th 2020 it's six songs six great songs and what alan mark was alluding to was the the fun way in which not only are there songs that feature the whole group, but there are songs that follow certain lines and certain... Um, actually, it's mo- mainly the lines, right? Like the youngest members and each of the 95, 96, 97 lines, if, I may, if I'm correct. Um, yeah, for this one, it's all just the different ages. It's great. So it's, a, it's, it's great to... Uh, it's, it's great that they're always having a revolving um, collection of units for each of their albums. And so I I thought it was pretty great because I want to start off with, I I mean, there's only six songs, so we can just go ahead and safely talk about all of them. We've been doing a lot of full releases lately that I'm trying to ping pong between all of them. But I would love to talk about all six of these songs because I think there's some great things we can say about them. So why don't we start off with the first track, Home Run. Home, semicolon, run. What What do you guys think? Let's start off with... Let's start off with the song itself. I... I okay, I'll just give you a spoiler i like every song in this album but i won't tell you what my favorite is which is what (laughs) we'll find out later on the show but home run i love me a good 
twenties, thirties swing bop type song. This had a lot of uh, retro, retro jazzy type sounds, and it just it again it just felt good because we can talk more about the album as a whole. But I I think overall all of these songs are meant to make you feel good, give you hope, give you encouragement, and I think. That's really what Home Run, Home Run's message, uh, underlying message was, which was uh, basically to not give up. You know, hit a home run, like you can do it. Everything, all sorts of that, uh, all sort, uh, all kinds of notes like that. Um, yeah, it's basically one huge "you can do it" or fighting. Yeah. It's all, like, yes. in one song. Yeah. Exactly, and. Yeah, I loved it. I loved it just because, again, 17, they came out all fresh-faced, young, full of energy. But this one, like, I mean, I know the last album had them in suits and, you know, you can kind of sense them getting older. But this, I I just love seeing this wave uh, of just retro sounds and retro outfits, like, you, you saw it with BTS's Dynamite doing a little funky disco. Everyone's doing disco. G-Friend did disco for their album. So it just seems like the current trend, and I'm all for that, especially with their sweet, sweet... Um, like, no, I don't think any of them had suit suits, but, you know, it 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 had that, it had that vibe. Uh, Alamark, what did, what did, what else did you think about this song? Oh no, I think we lost oh, that no. mark, but we'll get him back. Okay, I'll uh, I'll cut to you, Stephen. What did you yeah. think about uh, Home Run? I I felt like this was like the best choice for the title I title track and like the lead single. Uh, I really like the song. Uh, what you're saying about like the retro vibe, I loved, but also that the it also just felt like very classically k-pop too like the chorus yeah like the, yes. and the home run it was just like you, i was trying to think where else am i going to hear this kind of song and <laughs> I, I, I don't know but um uh, it, the korean baseball song. league yeah That's what we're <laughs> K- kbo um <laughs> yeah I, I just thought it was great i loved all the instrumentation um like the organ sound was really cool and i think it was a great way to start the album and a great introduction to the mini album because there are some things part of this song that I felt were kept throughout the whole thing. I, I agree with you. It's kind of like, here's a preview. Here's the, here's the song that's going to anchor the theme right. of the rest of the album. And uh, yeah, I, I didn't think about that until you brought it up. It does feel like a classic K-pop song. Just, like some a song that would come out in like the I don't know the not I wouldn't say 2011 but maybe like 2014 2015 just it just felt I I don't want to say it felt like a JYP song but it it I, did feel uh, it did have elements of like retro and modern which you know I I adore uh, to yeah. pull another uh, seventeen reference I definitely agree wholeheartedly with with your uh with your uh, comments uh i think we got alan mark back uh, was your recording still going yeah the recording's still going 
Okay, cool. Okay. All right. Well, we we I just cut cut to Steven, so I'll whenever you're ready, I'll jump you back in and we can talk about. You can give your thoughts on home run. So okay. just to note, Chuck, who's editing this right now, I know it's real late, but you're doing great. Job. <laughs> also, Al Mark will be. Yeah, <laughs> keep 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 hiding, um, and you'll get that home run. All right. I'll cut you. Uh, mm. I'll bring you back, Alan Mark. Oh, what man. about you, Alan Mark? What What are your thoughts? Uh, we talked Hold about. Um, we talked about how we love the retro sound, Wi-Fi classic is still K-pop, right now. Uh, horns. Uh, Stephen alluded to all the instrument, uh, the, the all the instruments that they were using for it. Uh, what 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 else did you think about Home Run? Okay, I think okay. I'm back. I went to the stronger Wi-Fi now. It connected me to the weaker one. Okay, I think I'm back. Are you good? Yeah. Yeah, you're good. Oh, did you not hear anything I said? Nope. It was. It got choppy, so I. (laughs) It got choppy, so I ended up switching Wi-Fi. Is that okay? It's okay. Chuck, this is take two. You are still doing great. Home run. Keep fighting. You're doing great. Drink some water. All right. Um, Alamark, what do you think about Home Run? I really enjoyed Home Run. Uh, it's really fun. I mean, I'm sure you said everything about that already. But, um, I mean, being having been a fan of Seventeen for a little bit now, um, it was nice to get this from them because, um, I mean, even though I loved everything they did in 2019, that's probably my, my favorite year of Seventeen music. Um, this sort of brings them back to their roots of a lot more fun, lively type of music. Um, it evokes sort of the vibe that like very nice and Monse had, but, um, but more grown up because, you know, they're like four or five years older than that now. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, really like seeing the music video, especially, but, um, the music itself, I think is the main point, how, um, they've returned to that more fun, lighthearted roots. Um, I mean, we saw that a little bit with Left and Right as well earlier this year. But um, I like this vibe is a bit more them, where um, still fun, goofy, super loud. Um, and just like feels like such a Broadway song, which is really fun to hear too uh, in K-pop. You don't get a lot of that. So um, you get a lot of horns. You get a lot of like that, like the instrumentation, mm-hmm. but having that Broadway vibe is not something you see too much, um, especially with this current era. I agree. And again, the speaking to that fun, even the music video was a ton of fun to watch. It just felt like a, a fun, uh, not, not a heist, but the, like, you know, they were trying to find, uh, again, the, a, a diamond, worth uh how many carrots i'm not sure s coops found a diamond (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) just the chiron s coops found a diamond (laughs) (laughs) and yeah it was it was just great seeing uh seeing them like i said in those suits uh in and just having fun in general just it was like a breath of fresh air to just feel great, especially since we're all going like the we're all globally going through something terrible, which again it was kind of the purpose of this mini album to kind of raise spirits, uh, give hope, 
and uh, promote happiness. So yeah, for uh, sure, this song and this the music video, it was a home run, for sure. I, I really loved um, like it was like like a noirish theme I thought for the video, and then one thing I really loved was in one section. It was like during the bridge part of the song where they changed the like the aspect ratio. So then the it looked like a like a movie from like the sixties and seventies and the mm-hmm. outfits and the cars and the scene. It all it all just worked really well. Yeah. I love that uh, shot when they were doing their uh choreo in front of like the the lit up marquee. Yeah. Um oh, like underneath the, like the, the ticket booth. So great. Oh no, oh in front of the theater. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did it ha- was that so the great. date of their debut? May twenty something, two thousand fifteen. Oh my that let me let me verify. I didn't. I, I realized I didn't say. I, I didn't check that, but I thought that would be a nice little. We'll uh, check back later with Alan. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I. Stephen was saying it while you were gone, Alan Mark. But he he, I was agreeing with him that this was a great song to lead with, and you to kind of allude to the rest of the songs and kind of like having uh, an, an interwoven type vibe and sound. And it, it just basically previewed the kind of elements that would be implemented in the future songs. So very, very cool of them to do. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, yeah. Speaking of the music video, though, did y'all mention v8 at the end doing that little spin move oh yeah no we did not oh man (laughs) they always have like he's always doing he's always doing the coolest stuff yeah i i i just feel so bad because it's it's for me i understand like i always feel for any like breakers on a dance team because every time you have to do that performance or that routine you have to do that breakdance move. And it's not as, like, achievable. Like, uh, it's, you can't achieve it, a hunt, like, perfectly every single time like you can with normal choreography. So the fact, like, I, when I was watching all the performances, he perfectly did the spoon move uh, and landed exactly how he should every single time. And I was like, oh. I feel for you. That's, nah, that's a lot of hard work. Hella good performance team. That's what they're straight up performance team. They're so good. I love it. Yeah. I think my I only gripe it. with the music video is I don't understand the bowling scene because that's like a different I, era. It felt like a different yeah. era, and like I they didn't know. allude to bowling at all at any other point. Um, it, is it like a? Is it like a Luna thing where you yeah. have to watch the Pretty You music video to understand the reference? Uh, yeah, I thought you were going to say, is this connected to Eva? Or the that's That's great. Okay. All right. Well, we have five other songs to get through and a couple games to play. So we're going to go rest up, take a little break. We'll see you on the B-side.
And welcome back to the B-side. As we have been doing every single time since the Blackpink episode, episode number two, we foolishly decided to create a game every single episode. We'll see if we keep doing this uh, on episode 52, a year from now. (laughs) But for now, we are still excited about doing these games. And this week is brought to you by Alan Mark. Naturally, of course, it just worked perfectly that we were doing the 17 episode and then you would be covering the game as well. So, Alan Mark, take it away. What are we going to play? Yes, welcome back to another episode of Quick Bites, where I give y'all trivia that is food related. (laughs) (laughs) God. For the listeners... For the listeners, I did give them homework uh, these past few days. So I told them to watch three different 17 music videos uh, outside of, of Home Run. And then I told them just just watch them and then the game will be about that. So we'll see if you'll need... Uh, we'll see if you'll need a, a multiple choice for these. Hopefully it might be obvious, it might not be. But they're also very innocuous moments from each music video, so we'll see. Okay. All right, so I have three trivia questions. So essentially, the first one to get to uh, two out of the three will win this. Um, and for this, I just need y'all to buzz in. So just uh, say your name first. <laughs> say, the na- yeah. say the name 17. Just say your name to buzz in. Can I and say then- S-Poops? You could say S Coops, okay. Chuck. You could say Woozy if you want. Okay, I'll I'll do Uji. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, just keep and then just answer and then just keep guessing and answering until you get it right. So, yeah, no multiple choice. Maybe for okay. the last one, but just keep guessing until you get it right. <laughs> All right, y'all ready? Let's go. No. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. It's a good day for the buffet. All right. So, quick bite question number one. Uh, in one minute and 54 seconds into the music video for Monse. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wanu leaves a snack and a drink onto the desk oh. of the girl that all the members are trying to woo. <laughs> Wanu. Wanwoo. All right. So... The first question, what is that snack item? Wait, is it a two-parter? So, like, what is the snack and drink? Or no, just, just the snack. snack. I just need oh. a snack. Um, if you feel like you need multiple choice, I will okay. give you multiple choice. Well, let's let's... Before we do that, we'll each take a stab, and then if you can give us a multiple choice after that. All right. So, I'll, I'll, I'll take the stab. Uh, 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 OJ, OJ, OJ. <laughs> I shouldn't have That's me. That's me. Yeah, buzzing in. I believe the snack is a cupcake. Ooh, it's not a cupcake. That's Coops. That's um, a good, that's okay. a good guess. <laughs> Isn't it, right, Steven? It's, it's like a, uh, it's like a cracker. <laughs> 
<laughs> visualize it. Visualize a it. Plastic wrap cracker. Go to your mind kind. palace. <laughs> Is that it? I don't think it was a cracker, so uh, I'm not gonna accept cracker. Oh, I, I judges. I will accept a very broad sense of what this is, but from oh, looking at man. it, I don't believe it was a cracker. Okay, it's probably not. <laughs> okay, I, we might need some multiple choice then. All right. Uh, I realize my guesses are not that good. The, the options I gave you make it a lot easier. So the options, if needed, which they are, are bagel, ice cream, or Yakult. Oh, Really? Oh, what? Okay, S-Coops. Uh, okay, bagel? Yes, Owls. Oh. It goes, this point goes to Steven. At least to me, it looked like a bagel. Okay. I would have also accepted bread. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So is that question one or question... That was one. Oh, oh I see. You're not going to ask us what the drink is, I see. No, no, no. no, no, no. Okay. Like too much. It's, it was a carton. I was like... It, it's probably milk, milk, but it could be. But it could <laughs> but be other milk. It mm, could be my other favorite things. combo: bread and milk. <laughs> and... All right. So Stephen gets the first point. All right. Next question. From uh, 16 seconds in to 22 seconds in the music video for "Thanks," the vocal team is seen brainstorming and writing a song in a cafe diner with drinks on their table. What was the vocal team drinking? Oh. Assuming they're drinking, I don't think they're actively drinking the music video, right. but you saw the you saw the, oh, the cups. Okay. Uh, uh, oh, okay. Oh, oh, <laughs> Go check. Milkshakes. Judges, yes, they were milkshakes. Wow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I took a guess. I did not remember that. I remember it was like some. It was a, was it in a malt glass? Also? Yeah, they had like, like they had like the the cups, but also like that tin, the tin. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that what I was remembering. Into, so. Yeah, yeah, they were definitely milkshakes. Uh, gla- yeah, good job, Chuck. Now it's tied one okay. one. Holy right, crap! Wow, 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 wow. Yeah, All right. <laughs> so this one's probably the toughest one. I will most likely need to give the options for this, but. Let's try it without. So, in two minutes and 18 seconds into the music video for Pretty You, DK uh, dumps a bunch of snacks onto Joshua while he's sitting in a shopping cart in a warehouse. What snack did DK dump onto Joshua? You're gonna need the multiple choices, aren't you? Let's take let's take stabs. Okay. Uh, do you want to you want to go okay, first? Okay, I'll, I'll make a guess. Uh, was this were these where they had the Terra chips? The what? <laughs> the what? <laughs> Ter- oh, never mind. Terra <laughs> chips. Oh, uh, was it? Were they like potato chip bags yeah, or something? Is that uh, what you're saying? Yeah. Uh, essentially, there's like that specific brand of. T- chips it's like there's like purple ones and then oh like orange and white i think that i think they were eating those and thanks in the, oh, in the recording yes. studio that's probably that's the video oh okay no then. they did have chips in the pretty music video i think but this is Are not you... the reference i'm talking about okay they were oh, like dang. carrying it through the warehouse and i think some fell out 
but this is not what I'm talking about. Oh. I thought those were just Doritos, but I could be wrong. Am I allowed oh, to say Doritos? Okay. <laughs> we're not sponsored or anything. We're not sponsored I think you by can say Doritos. Doritos. <laughs> but, but yeah, you can say whatever uh, placement. It's just free okay. advertisement for them. Okay, it's not the terror chips. Okay, I'm going to take a stab and say it was... Kit Kats. Ooh, Kit Kats. Interesting, interesting uh, guess. It is not Kit Kats. Okay. Oh, damn. All right, I can give you all the, uh, the options if you all need yeah, them. Yeah, I think we'll need them. All right, so your options of what DK dumped onto Joshua are cheese balls, cheese popcorn, or cheese its S coops. Uh, cheese right, balls. Dude. You're guessing cheese balls? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll guess opposite. Just so. What was the first one? Cheese balls. Cheese what was ball? the first one? Okay. What was the second one? Cheese popcorn. <laughs> I'm gonna say it's cheese popcorn. Okay. So no guesses for cheese its. No. Oh my I, god, if it's Cheez-Its. Oh no. Okay, I will say that one of you is for sure right. Oh, oh okay. good, good, good. No, okay, okay. Yeah. So will so will Steven get uh one point closer to the overall wins behind me? Or will Chuck finally get his first win today? So after reviewing this music video, because I thought it was one but ended up finding out it was the other. The answer of what DK dumped onto Joshua was cheese popcorn. Yes! (laughs) Oh my god. I like to thank my agent, my publicist. Thank you so much for getting me to this um, place in my career. I'm really happy. There's just way too many people to think. This would be the perfect time think... for Pretty You to play in the background. <laughs> uh, Chuck, remember to uh, add this when you're editing. I uh, just want to say thank you to my family, to my fiance Nat, for letting me record in the closet where it's very soundproof. For this microphone, which makes me sound velvet, velvety smooth. And to you guys for allowing me to uh, gain my first one. I did it, guys. Home Yay. run! <laughs> Chuck first win. Chuck first win. <laughs> oh, wow. What a great feeling. No wonder... Uh, this this album made me feel so good, and it's no wonder why. Um, okay, well, how do we, how do we go from there? <laughs> I think we can just end this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> It has been our pleasure for uh, making me. Uh, no, let me. Uh, let's go move on to track number two, Do Re Mi. It. This song is performed by the youngest members. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's any line going through them. It's called the Machne but... line since they're the three youngest. Um, All right, the cutie yeah. line. The cutie line. So <laughs> cutie yeah, there are ninety-eight. Uh, Sun Kwan and Vernon are 98. Dino's 99. Oh, perfect. Wow. 
We are old. <laughs> we are so old, guys. <laughs> We're not even in the 90s. Oh, anyway. Wait, Chuck, should we guess which one's your favorite first or should we wait until the end? No, 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 the, the very end. Oh, okay. Very okay. End. okay, very yeah, end, yeah. very end. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. So, uh, because, so you explaining uh, anything is not going to... Uh, right, exactly. Okay. I, I, I made sure not to write any oh, notes that man. would allude to which is my favorite. <clears throat> oh, boy. But I did say at the very beginning at the jump that I liked all the songs. Yes. So that's going to be that that doesn't really narrow it down. So hopefully we can still have a fun game at the very end. Okay. Sorry but for number 2 <laughs> No, no, it's all good. No, that that's how the show goes. It's a conversational podcast. Uh <laughs> number 2 Do Re Mi. I would like for Alan Mark to go first. <laughs> Hopefully he doesn't cut off. <laughs> All right. So oh, there you go. Um, Doremi, I, it's such a, per, it's such a good Machne song. I think just the vibe of it. Um, it has a really nice brightness that really fits just the, this is the youngest line. So I thought um, it suited them really well. Uh, I like Seung Kwan's voice a lot in this one. Especially when he in the verses when he sings the the slow down like those just those two words um, it just sounds really cool um, yeah I just uh, this one is probably one of my uh, when I the, my first listens to this uh, to this album when it first came out this is the one that um, probably was an early um, stuck out to me uh, the most uh, so yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't have much else besides that, but it was, it's just a very nice song. It's a good second track on an album as well, I think, uh, setting the tone and um, just showing like, yeah, the the youth of it all, of what they're trying to portray. I think it was very representative of, like what you're saying, the youngest members of the group. It's very of the time when it comes to top 40 songs nowadays especially with the artists uh, in America that are coming out who are in their 20s you know a lot of it's very like anthemic it's very it has a lot of trap slash triplets like especially a lot of hi-hats very very uh, representative of like your your post Malones for example there's, I think there's even some auto-tuning going on in this uh, in this track and yeah, it's it's very catchy, and I, I, I could absolutely hear this song. Like if if they do a collab, like just take anybody, like take uh, Sway Lee or Post Malone, anybody, and even Migos probably, and it'd be it'd be great to like if they want to do a U.S. crossover collaboration thing. So it can fit right right in the top 40s and you would unless you really listen to it you're like oh is that in another language oh because you can't really tell with mumble rap anyway so hmm. uh <laughs> so it, it would I, I at least for me it wouldn't make a difference if uh I, I if it was just all korean and i wouldn't be able to understand it the the beat is very strong and very fun and like i found my head bobbing the whole time while listening to this yeah, I would say Doremi's one of my two favorites on the album. Uh, and I think, yeah, 
agree with pretty much everything you guys are saying. Uh, I like that it kept up the energy from from Home Run. Um, and uh, I, I thought that the bass on the song was really cool. It was like mm-hmm. just really solid. Um, and I think, oh, during, I, th- I, I thought the rap part was cool and the instrumental under that was, was really good too. It didn't, it was like, it kind of just dropped out, but then it came back into the regular beat, which I really liked. Uh, but yeah, I, I also really like how they just, how they said Doremi. It was just really fast. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what yeah. I liked about that. Yeah, it's just Doremi. Yeah. Really yeah exactly but, yeah i just me really yeah and the mirror yeah. i also i do like vernon like as a general like rapper in k-pop um i like his tone and he has good uh pacing so mm-hmm. um yeah he's really good in the song too also that was okay vernon. okay oh, yeah. <laughs> again shout out to uh all the mainstays when it comes to writing so do they write music too, or is it mostly lyrics? Uh, mostly lyrics. Woozy's the one that's involved the most when it comes to actual, the music itself. Production. Um, okay. Yeah, production. Um, Woozy's credited yeah, in almost all the His name is everywhere. Songs. Yeah. yeah. Even From the beginning. going back to the beginning, yeah. Yeah. He's, His name yeah. is on every single song. Mm. It's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's so. actually rarer to find a song where he's not credited for the music. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Uh, very true as to why he's our our bias. <laughs> um, hey, Alan Mark. Hey, buddy. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Let's talk about track number three, starting with Steven. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, mm. okay. So the last one. <laughs> okay. Steven's also your buddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to do that misdirect. Steven, my uh, other buddy. Hey, what's up? Hey. Let's talk about track number three. this one too i mean a lot of the things that uh i would say about that i liked about the songs here i would say about almost every song on the album like <laughs> just the, the, the high energy and this this one was just so funky and like i i thought this was just it was like uh like a bruno mars or a triple h yeah song. yeah yeah exactly um, that's what i wrote too i said it reminds me of uptown funk and it's just even like the uh the step dance movements that you would do in the Uptown, Uptown Fount music video, I was doing to this song. And this song especially reminded me of Home Run more <laughs> than Doremi. So uh, it makes sense not to put them back to back. So like, it, it was like Home Run is the vintage sound and then Doremi is the modern sound. And then you go, you go back to like the funky uh, funk pop uh, sound so you just ping pong back and forth to whatever direction they want to go to so I, another note I wrote was horns I, I think mm-hmm. horns very much uh, is a, a weaving element through a lot of these songs uh, especially in the next song but for sure funky 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 yeah the, gu- the guitar was super funky on it too and there was mm-hmm. some cool licks that they're playing the back oh the bass line yeah right was oh. that oh no no i i wrote bass that bass i wrote that bass though for track number five never mind sorry <laughs> yeah but um I'm confusing myself 
Yeah. Also, the vocal rhythms are really cool on this. Like, I think, Ming, especially when Mingyu does it, the it like suits his voice really well. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. Um, also, the thing about this song, I love that this one's the song by the 97 line. Um, and it's like a song basically about meeting up with your friends and going out and hanging out together, which is funny oh. because <laughs> earlier this year, <laughs> Which, uh, there is this thing where, um, so the 97 liners throughout like K-pop, especially the boy groups, they're all like really close. They have like a, um, text chat together, um, which includes like these guys, especially Mingyu, DK. Um, but (laughs) earlier this year, uh, a few of them actually got into trouble, uh, because during the pandemic, uh, four 97 liners, including, which are, uh, including Mingyu from 17, uh, Jungkook from BTS, uh, Jaehyun from NCT, and Whoa. I forgot his name from Astro. Um, okay. Yunwoo. Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, they actually got uh got a little heat for um hanging out not socially not social oh. distance in Itaewon earlier this year. Um, they've all since apologized, so it's like not a big deal, and they've all tested negative, so. Um, it was all safe. It was all cool, but I know they did catch some heat earlier this year mm. about that. So I thought it was interesting that out of all the songs on this album, it's the '97 line that uh, is the one that has the <laughs> one about hanging out in the middle of a pandemic. So, oh, that's that's incredible. <laughs> Maybe that's the, them recording the song inspired them to, or inspired. Um, is it Mingyu? He said. Yeah, Mingyu was the uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, inspired and, him to to actually say hey buddy to BTS <laughs> yeah. well I know I don't know if it's true or not but I do know that fire can kill germs and so with this next track <laughs> that's, that's true I can't get <laughs> our, our, our resident uh, science expert I, again, really like this song. It's just, this whole album is just, I even before we started uh, really doing our deep uh, playthroughs of this album, I just immediately texted you guys. I was like, I love this album. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was just, I, I couldn't wait to for this episode to tell you guys how I felt. And number four, another great song. Very, obviously that, uh, Latin, like bossa nova type vibe, so, a song that maybe Camila Cabello and uh, uh, Sean Mendez would do a, a duet collabo with. So it just very much, very much hearkened to that very like sensual, sexy. They even like drop in a, a Despacito. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, I think it's the only English uh It's not even English. English. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, great. It's been, it's been ingrained in U.S. culture that I just assumed it was English. The only non-Korean. There you go. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> they also say Amor, so there's that. Yeah, they oh, they do? Amor, okay, yeah. okay, good. Okay, well, uh, you know. Global, they're international. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I wrote down more horns. It's just 
Uh, especially because there's, I think, like a little horn solo towards the end. Oh, I yeah. I forget. Yeah, that's a note. The, I think the bridge, it's, um, it was basically a, a, a bass and trumpets going on. And yeah, man, so that's good. so cool. Like, it sound, it, I don't yeah. know if it was live band, but it sounded like it could have been an upright bass. But that was, yeah, it was that little instrumental ditty in the middle there was really cool. Yeah, I really I just wrote down all the instruments. Like I was just trying mm-hmm. to figure out I was trying to figure out if they were real, if they were just really good like plugins for their yeah. whatever. But uh the and also in that little section that you were talking about, the they're like hitting something with the drum sounded really cool, just like the mm. the symbol and it it sounded like a dr- like the, the brush was hitting the drums. And that it was it's just so cool that they decided to have that sound in this section. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, you don't hear too much bossa nova inspired stuff in K-pop. Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe here or there as a as a B-side like this. Uh, the one, like one other one I could remember is uh, Mama Moo had one in their memory album uh, called uh, "Words Don't Come Easy." I think um, that one I really liked. But this one's like this one's a lot more. The arrangements a lot fuller. And it's just so smooth. It's just, yeah, it's yeah. really cool. And um, yeah, this one from the 96 line. So all the tracks actually go up from the youngest to the oldest. So this is 96 line, oh. Jun, Hoshi, Wanu, and Woozy. So yeah, it was, yeah, just really cool song. Who Who's the, the bassist out of? The lowest. The, oh, that's Wanu. The lowest Wanu. Okay. Yeah. So he's, Wanu he's was just the always one. the At- low voice. <laughs> The one who was the one at the end who was like, yeah. I'm assuming, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. I, I don't know what they're saying, but that's the sounds that I remember them saying. Yeah. His raps were really smooth too. Just like the tone fit the vibe of the song, like his really low tone. Like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I know. It was just cool. Really cool song. All right. We only have two more songs left. I, I, I love these mini EPs. We can just talk <laughs> at length for each of yeah. them and really go d- deep into why we love or hate them. So I, I love them too. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. I, I hope our podcast goes down as the most wordplay ever in a uh, K-pop <laughs> podcast. That's that's all I just want. I, I mean, our freaking name is wordplay so it makes sense <laughs> that we uh we just insert that as much as possible well uh steven loves this too i love <laughs> uh exclamation point love again with those punctuations this uh this was a nice funky disco love ballad. Just great. It's another great, um, great, uh, f- funky song. Uh, Alan Mark, who, which line are we talking about with this song? Uh, so yeah, we're the last one of all the different age lines. So this is the 95 line, which is S Coops, Jonghan, and Joshua. God, they're so old. 25. <laughs> so old. The the only note I really, I mean, like Steven was saying, I could just add the same notes and copy paste them to every single song because you definitely 
could sense the direction that they took with this album and they carried through uh, for each song. And the standouts for me for this song was that bass riff. I, I forget how it goes exactly, but I just remember it, it was just so funky. It, it just went all over the place and I was just like, ooh, hello, hi. Hi, bass. And also the synth chord changes, like, I don't know, it just felt nice and smooth and just nice ear candy to me. Uh, Steven, did you notice any fun uh, instrumental things uh, about this song? This one, I didn't really make any specific notes, but I just thought that it had such a solid groove throughout, or, or like when the drums were, came in. I, it just... Like, it has so your favorite acoustic uh, guitar at the beginning. Yeah, I I was wondering if they were gonna keep that, but then like no, I really no, like the way I, I know. Yeah, <laughs> but, they're uh, like they're like f you, Stephen. I really like <laughs> electronic this song. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I thought that I really liked the chorus, and uh, yeah, just not too many notes, just really solid, <laughs> easy to groove to. I agree. Yeah. Do you have anything else, Alamar? Yeah, for me, this is upon the early listens when it first came out uh, on the 19th. Um, this was actually my least favorite one out of all oh. the songs. But then the more and more I listened to it, the more and more I came back to it. I think this one actually became my favorite song over time. Wow. Yeah, it grew into yeah, my favorite nice. song. Um, so I, I like it a lot. Um, it's interesting because... Um, even though Jonghan and uh, Joshua are part of the vocal team, I wouldn't say they're the strongest vocalists on that group because, you know, you always hear Sunquan, DK, and Wuzi do, like, this super belty high stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was actually, like, curious to see how this song was going to go along with S-Coops, who's, uh, you know, just the leader and the rapper. Not just, but, um, yeah, he's, <laughs> he's, you know, one of the rappers. Yeah. Um, but I, I think... I was also watching, there's a commentary video for each of the songs um, on their YouTube page, and they were talking about the process for choosing this song, writing it. And they actually almost went a different song before this one. But um, after rearranging this one a bit more, they ultimately went for this. And it was interesting because it it fits them so well, especially Mm -hmm. those three. Um, you hear S. Coops do a lot more singing than you really ever hear him in other songs. Usually it's just like a line or two, but this it's like half of his lines are singing. Oh, okay. And then um, wow. with the, for the other two, Jung-un and Joshua, it's uh, like because it's such a, how you mentioned, like it just rides a nice groove. Um, there, like there's no need to really show off a lot of like strong vocal stuff that it fits yeah. perfectly into like it feels right in the pocket. And yeah. that's what I really like to hear. It's um, it emphasizes like the strengths while still, um, for Jonghyun and Joshua while taking more risks for like S coops. So I thought it was really good. I really liked it a lot. All right, last but not least, track number six, "All My Love." I don't think there is a unit for this. Is is this all? It's of them? a it's a I, full I full thirteen. Nice. Yeah. Uh, again, a nice nice way to cap the album. Very, very mellow. Very... This one, for me, sounded the most K-pop, I think. Like, not modern K-pop, but my idea of K-pop. Mm. This one, for me, was like that, that love ballad. Because I think this... If I was reading correctly, this song... 
the message is basically dedicating um dedicating you know their love and support for like a special person that's always by their side kind of song so yeah the great love ballad and the only note I wrote was perfect for an anime music video. Like when somebody <laughs> really wants two characters to come together, you would put this song with that video on YouTube. So that's the only note I put. <laughs> We've all seen those. Inuyasha and Kagome. <laughs> uh, we know the that end. their love will never be, but we only hope. <laughs> we hope. Uh, it's like uh, Zuko and uh, Katara. <laughs> One day. We'll... Mm. We, we we uh one day. <laughs> one day one day one day they'll get together maybe in uh <laughs> we can retcon the rest of avatar well no well in uh in legend of Korra, ang's out of the picture so who knows what they do uh, what they <laughs> that's true that's true i love how like ang goes out first <laughs> even though he's like the youngest character yeah. or is toff younger toff well she's still Toph. alive oh yeah that's true Okay, well, we'll we'll talk about that in our second podcast. <laughs> all, no. all you all you can bend, all you can <laughs> bend, bend, bend it like <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I love it. Um, yeah. Do you do you guys uh, have anything else to talk about for all my love? I think uh, looking at this, I think I kind of just realized this now, actually. Um, it's a really good song. I like it a lot. Uh, though I do like, it is, tip, I feel like this is a typical 17 kind of song, especially lately. Um, it sort of evokes the same kind of vibe and emotions that like, don't want to cry, home, and lie again sort of give off. Uh, so I thought that was interesting. Um, like this, now going over this track by track, this feels super like full circle because um, like I mentioned for Home Run, it feels like it evokes a lot of their first singles, like their early singles, like their debut or Monse or um, Very Nice. And then this last one feels more of like what they're doing lately, like uh, stuff from An Ode and uh, things yeah. like that. So yeah. Um, yeah, this album, especially with the different uh, age lines doing their different songs, it really feels like you're watching them like grow up through an album so that was really cool and this is also their first uh, it's their first uh their first comeback since their actual five-year anniversary point so um i thought that was really like i know it's a nice touch it's a very well thought out concept overall from top to bottom uh and yeah it's it's a really good way to close it too steve do you have any uh Last calls uh, for semicolon. Uh oh, for for the album. Uh, no. um, yeah, yeah, just uh, the song or this album. I, I guess okay for well for the song. Uh, this is probably <laughs> my least favorite of the album. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, I yeah. I really just thinking I uh, just appreciating that explanation from Alan Mark. I, when I was listening to it, I was feeling like I should listen to the rest or like more of their music because I sometimes it, I'll understand or appreciate more things when I can place it within the, an artist's uh, o- oeuvre. Uh, but, mm. um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> nice. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, this one didn't, I think, I feel like I need a minimum BPM for me to enjoy a song. Mm. This one. 
yeah, I but I, I get what Jack was saying about this being a kind of a normal like typical K-pop song. Uh, but yeah, it was just not my favorite on the album. Um, but overall, I think this uh, what semicolon it like brought what I was expecting based on me really only knowing Change Up, where that was just a really good, feel-good song with a lot of horns in it. Um, I love Some, like, cool up. rap. Uh, and then, I, I like, and so Babylon just had all these really solid, like, great grooves sections, and then the really cool instrumentation. Um, I thought that the album, the songs were mostly pretty simple in terms of the structure, and they didn't need to have anything like surprising for me. Like, the like, the, the, there weren't too many beat changes that didn't make sense, and I, I just really liked that. It was so easy to listen to and so fun and enjoyable. So yeah, the the <clears throat> breakdowns were just maybe they kept some elements still but they still felt um uh they they still reminded you of the overall song uh, as opposed to what we've been listening to normally which is just the song completely changes and you're just like oh oh yeah i forgot we're listening yeah to that song. i feel that's like so this is... pretty pretty common mm-hmm. um but and and when it's done well like it's really i really like it but here it is just I don't know. The, the, either there were things that I didn't notice, or it just was put together so well that it it made sense listening to it. Um, I agree. I I I, I just wanna I'll I'll reiterate on the just the cohesiveness of every single song. Like it just felt. I didn't feel like I would. I I knew the journey I was going, and I didn't need to be pulled to be to still enjoy the song. You know, like it just. I I wanted to ride the groove so to speak as well and yeah i i don't really have much else to say about the album i think i said i think i said everything i liked about the album at the very beginning of our discussion about this album but uh i'll just reiterate again that this was a great overall package for me i enjoyed the funkiness and the groove and the disco and the swinging and the trappy and it's just it i i i because i went back and checked out some other 17 songs from uh years past and i have to agree with steven change up really was the song that got me and didn't really make me stay for 17 but it made me appreciate 17 maybe just the leaders but um yeah i i went back and a lot of their uh, older songs are very like what you were saying alan mark very uh uh very of uh, uh not only of the time but of the kind of package that they were trying to uh portray which is like youthfulness young and so forth um but yeah just like with twice twice who i really appreciate when a lot of these groups kind of bring back a lot of that vintage retro sounds but spin it in a way that makes sense for k-pop and is modern and yeah just a it's a fun 
uh, a fun evolution. Even though I don't think this is 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 would you say this is the path that they're on, or is this kind of just like a detour, and then they'll go back to being typical Seventeen? And it's their songs have always sort of been so diverse. They don't really stick to a concept for an extended amount of time. Uh, uh-huh. So I think I mean it's just one of the many stops they take on their way to. <laughs> Sorry, there's a really loud car outside on their yeah, way yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, I heard a little <laughs> bit of that. Um, yeah, it's just one stop of the many stops that they'll take on their way to, you know, wherever they decide to go next. Uh, like, I mean, I mentioned 2019, what they released then was some of my favorite stuff they done. That is a, such a far change from anything they did um, from anything else beforehand. So if anything, that was part of the detour. But even then, it's like it still feels very seventeen. It's very performance based. They're known as uh, people joke that they're the theater kids of K-pop, and it's really expressed out here in this comeback and this music video. Uh, but you know, they're they really do a lot of different forms of expression of uh, different styles. Um, you know, they're known for their I mean, vocally. They're very strong. They have a really um, fun involved rap line and um yeah the performances are like probably their biggest thing so chuck i know you always mention choreography you gotta watch uh 17's dance practice videos uh i would definitely suggest very nice uh, getting closer and hit i think those are three of my favorite choreographies out of them and i didn't even mention don't want to cry which is probably their most iconic one oh so yeah yeah, would, that's yeah. great. Yeah. Well, like, oh sorry. <laughs> oh, oh no no I, I yeah go ahead. Do you know if there's like a series where like like Red Velvet has Level Up and then Luna has like their the, the Tam or whatever? Like, is there mm-hmm. something that that's just like oh, you wanna casual? Because wa- I feel like I could I would probably watch that for for seventeen. Yes, so seventeen. On their YouTube channel, they have a series called Going 17. Oh, they have a ton of episodes. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, each year they have, like, several episodes, maybe, like, 25 to 30 each oh, year. Yes. Okay. And each one is, like, 30, 20 to 30 oh, minutes long. Perfect. You can't see it, listeners, but Steven is <laughs> so gushing excited. right now. He so, is yeah. so juiced. The thing about those episodes, they do a lot of games. Uh, they play Mafia a lot. They play oh, Mafia man, they, a lot. They love Mafia and Cable. They do. Um, one fun twist they did uh, sometime this year was, so the mafias actually hid money in a, one of the rooms that they were playing in. So everyone had to find the money before <laughs> them. But if no one does and the mafias survive, then the mafias keep the money. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> so they do stuff like that. There's okay. also um, like uh, like an escape room, like a haunted house escape oh, room one. yes. Where the oh, eight... I would just say V8 really shines in that one. I think okay. he's grown to be like my one of my favorites as well behind Uzi and Hoshi was another one of my favorites. So. Uh, okay. Hoshi's okay. also the most chaotic out of them all. Ooh, okay. So, Ooh. yeah. I, I have to go watch Luna first and then I'll go watch <laughs> All 17. 640 plus episodes I'll of do it. Luna I'll TV. Do it. Um, yeah, I'll do it. Well, before we end, I did promise a second game and I know I, I know Steven and Alan Mark are excited oh. for this so I tried to be very strategic with my criticism I didn't want to allude to which song oh, yeah. was my favorite 
I'm excited uh, usually about I'm that. gushing immediately oh. once we start talking about a song, but I was very careful, did not, I hopefully did not elude at all. So, I have written on my iPad <laughs> the name of the song that is my favorite from this album. I will give each of you one guess. <coughs> you guys can guess the same song. But after you guess, I'll flip the iPad. You can see what my favorite song was. And oh, I really boy. hope the iPad is not mirrored because you're going <laughs> to see it in But you should, you should be able to tell the title. Okay. I'll give you guys five seconds to think about it. I don't think I need to think about it. <laughs> I, I have an five, answer already. Yeah, I have four, an answer. But, oh, man. Three, yeah, I wonder if... Two. No, I'm well, going to just keep Just so answer. you know, I, I, well, I, I went with my heart. I didn't go with my mind. And I didn't choose this song um, knowing that you would think of the song that I... I legitimately think this is my favorite song. I will say I'm not necessarily choosing what I think is your favorite song. I'm choosing what I want your favorite song to be. Oh. (laughs) Yes. Okay, okay. That that works too. That works too. Okay, you guys ready? Are we saying it one at a time or at the same time? Say... Say it one at a time. Okay. Okay. Uh, Steven, who, what do you think is my favorite song? I think your favorite song is Hey Buddy. Okay. Alan Mark, what do you think is my favorite song? I want your favorite song to be Hey Buddy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, there's no follow-up to that. No, that's it. That's that's my guess. <laughs> okay. Well, let's see which one of you is correct. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Even though you both guessed, hey, buddy. My favorite song was actually Do Re Mi. Oh, no. <laughs> wow. Oh, that would have been, been my next guess, but I really oh. wanted you to choose hey, buddy. Yeah. So I so the reason why Hey Buddy is not my favorite <laughs> song in the album is because I feel like I've heard it before. Mm. And I really like Uptown Funk and I really like Hey Buddy. But Do Re Mi, I don't know, I just I really wanted to be in that mind space whenever I when I was listening to this album. Mm-hmm. And I and Alan Mark, it's funny that you mentioned Cause what did you say was your other favorite song? Was it also? Did you say "All Love" was? Yeah, "All Love" is now my favorite song. Uh, I think okay. when I first listened to this album, "Do Re Mi" was my favorite song. So I put two stars on "Do Re Mi." Oh, my <laughs> way. Listeners, you can't see this at all, but this is just for the sake of this album. is for us. This is just for us. So I put two stars uh-huh. next to Dory Me. That was my favorite. Mm-hmm. And I put one star next to Oh. Ooh. So those are my top two songs. Nice. So it's pretty funny that you uh, mentioned that. Sorry, guys. I was listening to Hey Buddy, and I was like, Oh, they're gonna think I like the song. I knew. Yeah. I know they're gonna think. Yeah. I know they're gonna think. When you guys, when you guys said, Oh, I already know. <laughs> oh, I love it. Because uh, I was like, This is probably what they're gonna guess. Yeah. But. And I really wanted it to be my favorite song, but the more I because li- I was like, I just want, I want it to be my favorite so that they're right. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> but I tried, yeah, I tried, I mean, guys. We've all mentioned it's like Bruno Marsy, so it, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, I know. I, I did. 
I did. You know what? I don't. I I'm kind of beyond uh, the funky Mark Ronson Bruno Mars. I'm more into the the current Bruno Mars, who's in like the '90s. I think that's where my mind's at. So next album, <laughs> if there's a song remnant of that era, you can most definitely guarantee that's going to be my favorite song, or at least my second favorite song. All right, sorry. Cut this out, Chuck, when you are editing this. Okay, <laughs> now get ready to come back. All right, looks like we got a close-up shop. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Please make sure to check out our other episodes and leave us any ratings or reviews on your favorite podcast platforms. You can follow us on all of these socials at How You Can Eat. You can even email us if you want how you can eat at gmail.com and a little sneak preview we also have a discord channel that's in the works so we don't have it ready to go but just stay tuned we're prepping it we're getting it ready so stay tuned for that for alan mark steven and i it has been our pleasure being your leaders so long stay safe and we'll see you next week See ya. Bye. Yay.